Hi, this is John Ratzenberger. That's right, the same John Ratzenberger that played the part of the very handsome mailman on the TV show Cheers. Now, it's a little-known fact that, in my heart, I'm just a country boy. Welcome to the NutriBlends Animal Ag Podcast, where we tell the truth about American agriculture. On this podcast, false rumors are run out of town. Misleading marketing gets called out for what it is. And you better have good science to back up your claims or you're getting a boot. You hear me? I'm John Ratzenberger, coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee. The immune system continues to be an unknown frontier. The scientific community continues to learn more about its functions every single day, and we are learning more about the gut's role in mounting an immune response. Dr. Joel Pankowski received both his BS and MS degrees from The Ohio State University and then went on to earn his PhD in dairy management his areas of expertise are reproductive management and health, quantitative dairy herd data analysis, and transition cow management and nutrition. Welcome aboard, Doctor. Appreciate it. Pleasure to be here, John. Dr. Pankowski, the immune system has three lines of defense. Could you describe the primary function of each one of those? Absolutely, John. Um, the first line of defense that... Uh, that we'll describe relative to the immune system is called the barrier. And the barrier is a nonspecific natural barrier uh, that all mammals have that restrict pathogen entry. So the best example of that would be skin or mucous membranes, for instance. Now, if a pathogen happens to get past the barrier, the next immune line of a defense it's going to hit is the innate immune system. The innate immune system is comprised of nonspecific rapid local responders to pathogens after they've entered the host. So the best example here of an innate immune system would be a fever or inflammation, for example. And then lastly, we have if, if a pathogen gets past the barrier and the innate immune system, it'll, it'll come into contact with the adaptive immune system. And that's where we have antigen-specific immune responses, specifically targeting and attacking invaders that, man that manage to get by the barrier in innate lines of defense. And our examples here would be antibodies or lymphocytes. Why is the gut-associated innate immune system important to health and performance? John, believe it or not, that immune system contains 70% of the body's immune-associated cells. It's been shown to reduce disease incidence and severity uh, in the lungs, the uterus, and other systemic organisms. Furthermore, stimulation of this innate immune system consumes energy that reduces nutritional performance. So in other words, you don't want to stimulate this particular line of defense unless you need to. And lastly, it activates the adaptive immune system. So... What then are the, uh, I guess, specific components of the immune system that impact gut health? Well, there's three main areas, the first of which is the mucin layer. That acts as a barrier to trap pathogens and not allow them to attack the intestine. Secondly, 
tight junctions between the gut lining cells prevent pathogens from squeezing into the circulation between those intestinal cells. And then lastly, we've got lymphocytes and macrophages that can engulf and kill pathogens before they can enter the system or destroy intestinal cells. Uh, can, can you develop tight junctions between gut lining cells? Oh, yeah, there are. Yes, there are. Is there way exercises? So, or? no. No exercises. No. Like sit-ups will do it? No, that's no? not going to do it. So the tight junction deal, you've probably heard of leaky gut. Somebody, yeah, somebody yeah. has a leaky gut. That's, right. that's a condition where their tight junctions are spread and bugs have gotten into their system, and they'll have, they'll, they could be septic with bacteria. Cause you you got to think of a, a mammal as a tube within a tube. So you, you basically have a hollow spot all the way through your body, mm. and it's an external environment. So everything that goes in your mouth and comes out is external, and it stays external. Those tight junctions keep anything that's not supposed to be coming through out. So there's no way you can adjust the, the tightness of those junctions. Only through nutrition and, and right, uh, that's, that's yeah, I mean, yeah, exercise isn't going to do it. No. So uh, fruit instead of donuts is what you're saying. Pretty much that's probably a better way to go, yeah. Yeah, because honestly, if you've got, that's a great point. In, in cattle in particular, same in humans, you you have pathogens there, and then you provide a really big slug of starch, and it gives those bugs energy to grow in your gut. Oh. And the more you got, the more chance you have for them to squeeze through. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Can we impact the effectiveness of the gut-associated innate immune system by way of, let's say, nutrition? Yes, John. Feeding targeted microbial solutions utilizing Bacillus subtilis have been shown in the literature to improve overall gut health. This also improves the tight junction function of the gut lining cells and reduces the proliferation of toxigenic Clostridia perfringens bacteria. Can lead to, it can also lead to improved nutrient absorption and thus more productive animals. And another benefit that we see is improved rumen fiber digesting bacteria in the rumen. You know, junction function, that'd be a good name for a country and western band, wouldn't it? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, junction function. Stimulation of the innate immune system consumes energy that reduces nutritional performance. Conversely, you don't want to stimulate it if it's not needed. It's a delicate balance that we want to target in an appropriate manner. That's true, John. Feeding targeted microbial solutions can improve tight junction function in the gut lining cells. Reduce the proliferation of toxigenic Clostridia perfringens bacteria, improve nutrient absorption, and improve rumen fiber digesting bacteria in the rumen. Well, Dr. Joel, thank you. Thank you. And we'd all like to thank Dr. Pankowski from Arm and Hammer for joining us today. And I encourage our listeners to tune in next week to see what's on tap in animal agriculture.